Yes. It dulls my super sensitive hearing. That's not a thing. You don't have super sensitive hearing. You have what? super sensitive skin, I learned recently. Ah. I've well, known you for 12 years, and I just learned that the reason you don't like people touching your face is because your skin stings, because you're like, what was that show? Not the Iceman, but remember the guy who, like, fragile, he'd break bones. If someone just hugged him, they'd Mr. break Mr. Glass. His... Unbreakable. Glass. Yeah. I yes, said my... Glass, man. I was close. Yeah. Mr. Glass. Hello, and Hello. welcome back to another episode of... I almost said Ask Katie Anything. <laughs> I hardly saw you there. I, Opinions that snuck don't up on us. matter. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. This has been a long day. Has it? I've done a lot of creation. Hmm. I... I am a creator. And in the seventh hour, Thrillist you will rest. Oh, yes, exactly. Seven hour work day. Well, I was, gonna, I was singing Santa Gold instead. but Oh, okay. I was like, I am a creator. We're just Thrill is to make it. prattling right now. We are okay. already. Let's, uh, let's not do on. that. Prattle on. Prattle <laughs> Okay, Katie. So what's happening? What's going on? Lay it on me. Um. Oh, well, what I was saying is I just learned that your skin is super sensitive. And after 12 years, I'm proud to announce that we are still learning new things about each other. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, very sensitive skin, um, not thin skin. I'm not thin skinned at all. <laughs> We're very thick skinned over here in the St. Louis household. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I definitely have sensitive. Uh, I thought everyone felt it that way. Nope. And then you, you kind of scratched me. Wait, okay, what happened was. Try to take my eye out with your that's, pinky. That's not true. We were laying in bed and he was like, your cheek is all red on your face. What happened? And I was like, oh, I just had an itch. So I scratched and I scratched. I like did it again. Like I just did this because the hair was tickling me. And. He was like, yeah, it's really red. And I was like, well, yeah, it brings blood to the surface. It's fl- it makes you flush. That's why they say pinch your cheeks. And and you were like, I never scratch my face. I was like, you never scratch your face? And you're like, how do you, how do you, like, how hard do you scratch your face to make it that red? And I was like, well, I just gave it a scratch. And I like mimicked it on his skin. <laughs> and he's like, God, it always stings so ma- so bad. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I was like, your skin feels weird. And then we had a whole conversation about how his skin felt different texturally than my skin. And then he was like, when anybody touches my face... It stings. And I was like, wait, what? Not when they touch my face. It's just when someone, uh, I don't like anything coming close to my eyes. That really bugs he me. He freaks out. Yeah, I'm kind of like a horse. You got to put blinders on me <laughs> before I get in the car. It's overwhelmed. Oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whoa, boy. Whoa, boy. Whoa. <laughs> whoa, boy. Whoa. It's opinions that don't matter. We're having a good time today. We're, but anyway, your skin. Yeah. 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 So I learned that. And then also another thing that's happening in my brain. You keep wanting to change the subject. Do you have something you want to talk about? No, no, no. Go oh. ahead. I was like, you're like, here we are. At, I don't know. Do you have an introduction you want to give us or something? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Anyways, back on track um, or off track. Uh, I've had to wear makeup today since what, like noon? Yes. And I hate it. I have a love-hate relationship because I am proud that I can cover up pimples and that I can draw on eyeliner so that i look like i have eyeballs on camera because oh, yeah. if you guys don't know when you go on when you are on camera you might look fine in person because i don't i hate makeup i'll just put it out there i hate makeup but i appreciate its necessity but in filming you have to it's not like i could be like oh i just i don't really feel like it because i've done that on the faq videos from back in the day when i did five a week and you're like oh it's rough yeah well that's some rough stuff man it's weird what, what the camera picks up right and it just yeah. helps uh the person who's looking at the footage really zone in on on you know the the subject right and if you don't yeah. have makeup on sometimes you can look a little washed out and that's not a failing of of you as a person in 
in in public it's the way film is that's right it's a failing dark of, circles no eyelashes no eyebrows it can look really weird yeah and basically you're, you don't have the same resolution in a camera that you get from the human eye the human yeah. eyes are really advanced machine cameras are dumb and so they're uh, trying they're getting better they're excellent don't get me wrong and there are high-end cameras but the ones that we use mm-hmm. um we're not high-end i thought no. we were a bougie baby <laughs> we are bottom bougie of the barrel baby yeah bad and bougie Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's our camera system. Mm-hmm. No, it's just, it's not as Emphasis good on the as, bad. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I was going to shower after we finished filming because I had to film some videos today and some Instagram stories because it's a brand deal. So they have all the shit I got to put together. Totally fine um, doing that. And then I filmed AKA and then I was like, oh, I'm going to wash my face. It's going to feel so good. And then I was like, fuck, I have to record OCDM. No, I can't get it off my face yet. And you did a hangout. You oh, yeah. two hangouts. But I don't do hangouts with makeup. I don't really care. Those are my peeps, man. Right, right. I just give it to them. Just the you real know, the real me. You've you've taken mental health from being one to one in the uh in the <laughs> office, one person, one hour, and that's you know, uh the business that you were in. Um the business of empathy, some may say. How you say how you say uh, but no from that point, those humble beginnings, mm-hmm. um now you have like a ton of different things going on, right? So yeah. you started with the YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, then we moved into um, uh, Patreon, which well, is like live a, streaming an online. and then yeah. Patreon and, uh, and now podcast and merchandise. Yes, we launched. Tell them what we launched, Sean. Ladies and gentlemen, we have launched the. We don't uh, even have it here. It's over there, but whatever. Oh. Just picture, if you will. It's uh, the anxiety pillow. Katie. Yeah. Which I think is a fun name. It's not like it's a, a a cure for anxiety. It's just like when you have anxiety, hugging a pillow yeah, is Yeah, it's something. calming to your nervous system because anything soothing is calm. You know, yeah, like calms petting you. a dog. Yeah. That's why only one puppy per pillow is used. We don't use no, two like some companies. No, it's fur. F-A-U-X. Oh my God. Just yesterday I was talking to my mom and she said, it's got the Fawkes something. Oh. I don't know if that's how she said it. She's probably watching this and like, but she said faux in the funniest way and i was like oh you mean like faux fur and she was like that's how you say it oh that makes so much more sense and i was like yeah and then i was like how has she not heard that but my mom's not a fashionista like i am so and also in sex and city she's like i'm making faux calls to aiden and uh, i think it's charlotte's like what and she's like faux f-a-u-x meaning i call and then before anybody picks up i hang up it's like russian roulette but faux f-a-u-x so anyway New it's Yorkers faux. love uh, French, and it's a word that's used in English. There's faux. so many words yeah, that we use. It's right? actually an English word at this point, I believe, mm-hmm. that it's a French word, but it's in the English uh, Yeah, we have quite a few lexicon, of those. Mm-hmm. Um, in the dictionary, I believe. Uh, but mm-hmm. when you go to New York, people love using French words. We love, English. it's funny, it's like a very one-sided relationship we have with France, where everybody in America loves the French, and the French fucking hate the Americans. No, that's not true. <laughs> they wouldn't have given uh, the United States the Statue of Liberty. The Statue of Liberty. Of Liberty. Um, yeah. I mean, those guys aren't around anymore, so... They gave you a lot of money so that you could fight the uh, the British. Well, it's true, because they didn't like them either. Yeah. Uh, someone, the enemy of my enemy, enemy, enemy is, is, my is a British person. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's what Benjamin Franklin said, though, when he was over in France. Mm. He's like, the enemy of my enemy is a British person. Mm-hmm. It's true. I don't know if that's true. That's I could be making true. it up. I think you're making it up. Yeah. But we launched an anxiety pillow. It's made of faux, F-A-U-X, fur. And what it is is a cream colored 20 by 20 pillow cover meaning you have to still purchase the insert for it 
It's like when you buy a pillow. Uh, Anywhere you have to always buy the Yeah, insert. West Elm or something like that. And it zips, has a hidden zipper on the top, and it has a pouch in the front for your hands so that your arms are covered with like a blanket of pillow covering, and you can hug it to your, to your body. Yep. Your body. By the time this podcast comes out, uh, they're going to be sold out. Probably. Sure. We this, only made 120 of yeah, them. Yeah, which is nice. It's a short mm-hmm. run. So the, the interesting thing is that uh, merchandise that you buy typically from people who create YouTube channels, they've made mm-hmm. it really easy for you to use sites where they screen print onto things. Yeah, but we don't get to see the products. You have to order your own and pay. It's like the stuff own. that's underneath our video right here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's that's cool. Those are like concert t-shirts and stuff like that. We just like don't that. know the quality. But this piece... It's it's a custom piece. You wouldn't be able to do something like this with a no, big box company. Because I tried like that. to find one and they don't do it. Right, and also you don't know where it's made or there's a lot of weird things, right? With well, since we watch The Price of Free, oh, uh, if you're listening to this or watching, there's a really good film. Maybe not around the holidays, but no, it's not. Um, it's a very sad, depressing, and tear jerking film, but it's, it's really great, important. It's a great documentary. It's yeah. like fast paced. Um, even the opening scene you're like oh my god it's crazy so essentially uh we had kailash satyati the ceo i don't know if you'd call him that but the founder of the what's it called the kailash foundation yeah and what his goal is is to essentially eradicate child labor because he he's indian from india and there's a ton of child uh essentially child labor but it's not it's like child slave labor like they're not even getting paid they're like working off an endowment of some sort kidnapped or Mm -hmm. um you know and forced to work in horrible conditions and they should be in school and being a kid it's really sad it is uh and then a lot of these goods that they're working on these are things we fucking buy in the states yeah so the line in the film that really stood out was if the if the price is too good to be true it's probably made by somebody who is enslaved which i he Blew said if, it, if the price seems too good to be true, it is. That's what he said. Oh, okay. But that's what he meant by it. That well, was I was the, filling in some... I was taking creative liberties with that. You were a little bit. But He's that, a Nobel Peace Prize winner. I know. Six, and I was filling in the blank for him there. How uh, dare you? Yeah, no. But no, but, uh, the same year that Malala won. Uh, he, he won. Yeah, they yeah. co-won it for the peace pri- the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, because sometimes, I mean, in a year, there can be more than one person that's deserving. Got on stage and he was like... No. Oh, it's the other way. I didn't oh, know. Oh, no. He's such a nice person. Uh, we met him and his nice. wife. and They're like they real were, people. They were lovely people. So anyway, long story short, our anxiety pillows are made in the wonderful state of Washington yeah. by my good friend, Denise, who's a friend of our family. And she does reupholstery work and offered graciously first to create a prototype because um, I had this, you know, you have this idea and you have to create it into something that is sellable and is it good and it doesn't even work and how would it look and blah yeah, blah, blah blah we don't sketch so well <laughs> we don't we don't sketch if any of you follow my like, instagram is this chicken scratch you want you want me to cut and sew chicken scratch for you <laughs> on my instagram this week i was talking about how i can't even do graphic design basic like worksheets so there's no way homegirl is gonna like draw up a pillow anyway i described it to denise and she came up with exactly what i had envisioned and then we had planned on trying to give that prototype to someone to have it made and um, ended up not because she offered to make them. And so she's making them and shipping them and it's exciting. Yeah, she she has an actual shop. Uh, mm-hmm. She does this for a living, right? As upholstery yeah. work as well as I think other things that she's done. Probably masks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she made some masks. But this these these things were us. Uh, whoa. What happened? Do you have <clears> a tough time talking? 
Yeah, I had a little bubble go down my throat. I was like, oh, I didn't even hear anything. But these things are awesome. I mean, she really uh, she knocked it out of the park. They look great, mm-hmm. and so I'm excited. And you um, can they're like you easily throw them in the washer. Like yeah. they, they fluff up again, real nice. I so wash- surprise! This week's podcast is brought to you by our Katie, anxiety pillows. Katie, the mega business entrepreneur, oh, two thousand. Oh geez, Mike Lindell here. But I would like to. I think uh, for those of you, I don't think I've even ever told anybody. Only you. But one of my goals is to have like merch, like a cut and sew, like things that I want to create, not just screen printed T-shirts. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, it's just hard to. You're really into, I don't know, fashion in some ways, uh, not not high fashion, although no. you have an appreciation for it too, well, which that is eBay. interesting. eBay, eBay, that's yeah. how you get that stuff. Yeah. You get like a bougie hundred dollar shirt for like 20 bucks. But it's true. Somebody you're wore always... it. I don't care. Yeah. And people are always complimenting you on your, your style. Like you have style. Much like myself, you're a, a thirst trap. <laughs> oh my God. Sean Sean totally dad joked me today because our kitchen table, it's it's older. We've had it for 10 years. It's like our yeah. first year here. I got it. And it's been great. It's crate and barrel. I I love it. We invested in a nice piece and it's it's kept its its look. But it gets little watermarks on it. And I use Boos mystery oil boost block mystery oil it's called i think it's what you wood utensils yeah you put on i put it on our wood utensils and our our wood cutting boards because you have to like seal it up you know so it doesn't soak up the juice from your celery that you're chopping on or whatever she went down to the market she got some broccoli she took a hole <laughs> she's chopping broccoli Chop, uh. oh my god i my aunt sent me this wonderful like tea towel that says chopping broccoli and had broccoli on it <laughs> she gave it to me and my cousin it's hilarious but anyway long story short i was i was telling sean i was like oh because i just worked on one of the little rings it had a little watermark and he was like i said oh there's another one and he's like is and it, another one is it easy uh or could you say that our our kitchen table is a thirst trap and i was like no that's not what that is and he was like <laughs> would you what else is like your oh. skin on your hands is thir- oh no our plants are thirst traps yeah because i was spraying them with I water was like, that's not what lamborghini mercy your uh your fiddle leaf is so thirsty that's <laughs> not what that means that that should be on a t-shirt someone misting a plant like a little cartoon guy thirst trap? A plant. yeah thirst that's trap. something my brother would wear i'm telling you it'd be good nick would totally wear that because nick my brother wears shirts that say like i'm a fun guy and it's like a big mushroom yeah he wears things like that or like powered by burritos yeah, or the, what's the Bob Ross one he has? He says, like, nothing but happy trees over here or something. Okay. I don't know. Nick likes those it's things. It's amazing Bob Ross has become the man, uh, or not has become, but has grown in popularity. I know, it now. Like, I grew up watching him as a kid. And, I did, too. My and, grandmother would paint to mm-hmm. him all the time, and, mm-hmm. and I, I'd be, like, 10 years old, and that was on. I never painted to him because I don't paint, but I found it like just enjoyable to watch and all the noises and he was like the and then he'd be like okay okay and these happy trees right here would be like yeah he'd be like i should put another little one over here and he made it look so easy he'd be like the line where the tree would go and then but his legacy lives on so in the you know the pantheon of americans he made a shit ton of money well i'm sure his to. estate probably is making a lot of money. His name is probably when licensed. When did he pass away? Like 20 years ago? I don't know. Um, Has he passed away? You know we what? There's, a, look there's a ton of... I know he's alive. He's like, I'm still well, here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just on the E-network and no one watches that. 
So anyways, there's a lot of people who, look it up. who in that era, my grandmother used to watch on TV. There was uh, Bob Ross, which we just talked about. There was Yan Ken Cook. Remember we watched? Yes. If anyone out there is looking for a real personality, like you have oh, five God. to 10 minutes to kill and you're looking for something. Fa- you know what? I'm going to link it in the comments. It's very fun. Yan Ken Cook is oh, one of Oh, he died the- in 95. Oh. But he was born in 1942, so he passed away. Pretty oh, no. early. He passed 50s. away at 52. Like my yeah. dad. My dad died at 53. Jeezy yeah. Louise. Oh, that's sad. Bob Ross. Well, okay. So Yan Ken Cook, Bob Ross. I don't know if Yan Ken Cook is still alive. Can you look that up for me, young Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie with the Y. <laughs> um, young, what's his name? Yan. Ken Cook. Ken. So this guy's got a great personality and, and he's interacting with the audience and he's making jokes and he's cooking. Oh, his name is Martin Yan. Okay. Oh, he must be from Hong Kong. And then. he is a English first Chinese name. American chef and food oh. writer, hosted the PBS TV cooking show Yan Ken Cook since 1982. He's still alive. He's 71. Oh, awesome. Okay. He was born in Guangzhou, oh. a Republic of China. Oh, so he's okay from, from mainland China. And he, his cooking style is Cantonese. Cantonese. But his stuff looks delicious. Oh, he's amazing, and, and he's also very funny. Yes, and that. But there's all this lineage of chefs that that continue to come after that person. Mm-hmm. So then you had, I, I don't know who else, but let's uh, let's say pick another one, uh, Emeril Lagasse. Oh, I wouldn't even. I would. I would go with the the oh, oh Marie Child. Julia Child. Julia Child. Marie Child. Julia Child. Oh, red wine. Put some butter on it. Makes it so good. She's great. I don't know why I said Dan Maria Ackler Child, Julia great, Child. Um, mm-hmm. Great Saturday Remember when he skit. cuts his arm off and the bleeding? It's a, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to wipe it up. Drinking <laughs> <laughs> wine. It's like spraying all over the place. She didn't even make it to the phone to call 911 because she bled out. She bled out. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd was a crazy dude, man. He had some really good skits. I miss SNL. We were just talking about this. The two eras. The era of the Aykroyd. The good era and the bad era. Well, no, but there's, there's Aykroyd and there's the ones that came right after, which would be what I would think like the Farley and the... Uh, Sandler. Yeah, it was kind of a rotating cast. They'd face, but they would like face people. They were happening and they overlapped a little. And then anything after that's like, yeah, turds. Just a bunch of turds. One of the greatest guys that came out of there was Phil Hartman. He was he was really funny, unreal, next level. I mean, he he he's so influential. His his material really, I think, shaped a generation to come. And then the people who came after those people who have already made it, they don't even know. I don't think Phil Hartman's work, you know, and it's it's kind of a shame. I, I yeah, hope that he when gets did he, his. When was he killed? That's a bad thing to say. I hope he gets his. I didn't mean it that way. I meant like I hope, hope. I hope that he's a sung hero, you know, 50 years yeah. from now in the comedy Because his scene. wife killed him, didn't she? Yeah, it was something like that. Um, she thought he cheated and he didn't. I don't know. It was really something weird. crazy. Lamar was on the block the day that happened. I don't know what that even means. On the street where, where that happened. He was filming down the oh, street. Oh, yeah. I was like, on the block. Is this a phrase that... Yo, Lamar was selling rock on the block. <laughs> no, I just didn't even you know what that Jenny meant. from the block. This is Lamar like, from the block. I was like, is that a term about... Is he in the filming something that I don't understand? Yeah. Uh, Lamar was uh, filming in the valley. Not the bad stuff, but the... Oh, does... Uh, I didn't know news radio was filmed out here. That wasn't news radio. It was um, just filmed at his. Sorry, the, he was shot at his house. Yes, yeah. I knew it happened at his house, but I thought news radio was East Coast filmed, and so he'd have been out there. Oh, um, I don't even know if it was. Could have been out west. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but anyway, Yan well, can got cook. Off track. Yan can. Yeah, <laughs> Sean's brain's broken. He's been editing all day. Um, 
but Yan can cook is good. I enjoy it very much. Uh, Julia Child, which will now be called Maria Child, since that's what I tried to. Right, call Maria her Child was before uh, Yan can cook, though. So, Which was Julia Child before him? Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. I think she was in the seventies. I loved the, the film. Was it just Julia? I didn't see it, but oh, it was so good. Yeah. But I was sad that the it's because it was based on a true story that the woman um, who created this blog. So she went through front like front to back through the entire cookbook. Which one of Julia Child's the French cooking or whatever that one is? I'm not sure what it's the called. joy of cooking. Oh, okay. Anyway. And she, it's part of like what she does and she has a blog back in like, let's say 2009 or I don't even know when, um, when blogs were like a new thing and people were doing them. And so the show fought, like this movie follows this woman's story essentially. And it was sad because in the film, Julia Child won't meet with this woman and, and she's like obsessed with her, not obsessed like in a creepy way, but like she's such a fan and like right. loves her stuff and, and like reaches out to her and, um, she wouldn't meet with her and you you learn i don't know if they tell you in the in the movie or if it's something from the woman whose blog it was but julia child read her blogs and i guess she cusses a lot which i love a woman with the with a filthy mouth who can speak her mind and emote appropriately julia child's a little old-fashioned oh and didn't think that that was appropriate and didn't was like i don't want any part of this and i was like man ruthless julia yeah well she was a big star by this point right so well yeah but i just feel like if someone if i flash forward and i'm like 60 years old and some like 20 something or 30 something is like starting a youtube channel and doing all the videos i did in a row yeah right i'd fucking meet that person i'd be super stoked i think that's one of the coolest things about uh the music industry right now is um, when you see an old timer being brought out, like mm-hmm. someone who kicks ass from a different generation is being embraced by the new generation yeah, and they pay homage to them. You like know? Miley Cyrus has been doing a lot of older things and collaborations. We Her talked and about. Billy Idol are like yeah. thick as thieves right now. And they, they have such a complimentary they have a great style. voice oh, together. Man. I, cause his, he has that gravel and she has that gravel. It could really, it could really work nicely. I would love to see them do an album together. Yeah. Just to duets, the two of them. I hope her voice holds cause she really... She's really blown out her vocal cords and damaged them, I'd assume, or has some issue. Because I think she had a polyp on it, or maybe that was just Adele that had the polyp. But anyway, I'm concerned. You should be. I mean, those are natural treasures. Talk, it's yeah. like... <laughs> Sounds like she's smoking a lot. Yeah. I mean, I know she smoked for a while, but... Nah, do you don't that. get a voice like that. It's just from, it's from screaming and singing, not using her diaphragm. Not that I am anywhere near Miley's, but I at least know the logistics of singing. <laughs> me, 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 me. So do I. Sean. <laughs> You actually, ha- yeah, you're fine. You just don't have any rhythm. Well, yeah, rhythm, or you don't have rhythm. <laughs> I know. It's it's now that I know that though, it all makes sense too. Because strumming patterns, you'd have a difficult time. Yes, it's all coming together. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they make auto tune for guitars? That's what I want to know. Oh, it's like Guitar Hero. You know, you just wave your hand yeah, over you just, it. You just you just you just hit the thing and yeah, move you, quick. Exactly. <laughs> it's okay. like lip syncing with your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, we have some more letters. Mail came in two weeks ago, and we didn't get through it all. Yeah, um, we will get through the letters, uh, but other ones have come in since then. So we're we're, we're running about a week behind right now. We're which, just a little behind, which you just guys. means that there's cool people sending in letters, and and I like it. But we will make sure. I will attest to the fact that we will make sure we get through all of the funny Christmas stories mm-hmm. before Christmas is over. Yes. 
You heard it here We first. made that promise to you, and we're going to live up to it. We we hold our promises. Maybe. So I don't know. We'll do our best. Okay. So this one says, hey, Katie, and, or hey, Sean and Katie, I hope you guys are doing well. Thank you so much for the amazing podcast. They've been keeping me going throughout all of lockdown in this crazy arse year. Well, I'm so, I'm glad. Yeah, it I'm was, glad too. It was just fortuitous that we were already planning to start, and then we had a pandemic. Yep. I feel like we're in this together. Um, listeners, viewers, and you and I alike. Yeah. We're, we're all in. It's uh, something we're going to look back on and say, we that did it, guys. weird. We did it together. I don't think that's what we're going to say. I think we're going <laughs> to say that was fucking terrible. No kidding. Oh. You know, they went on lockdown again uh, today uh, in Quebec. They yeah, because we down. went on lockdown Monday. Yeah. Uh, we have three weeks of continuous yes, lockdown until right now. they reassess. How dare that lady How who is, she's they? like the health commissioner for mm-hmm. Los Angeles Yeah, or something like that. I'll, I'll put it on. We'll the, figure out who I'll, she is. I'll put her on blast in the. Yeah, because that loser. Well, it's just kind of disingenuous when a politician or an official from the health county commission or whatever the label is called the the state health commission which no but i think she's la county yes or maybe yeah but she's the county okay yeah okay so anyways here's what she did she has been on tv uh was it monday or something like that she Mm -hmm. said okay the ban starts tomorrow here you know restaurants are closed only for takeout um no dining on site at all but her th- thing was that she so she voted for that and made a statement that this is what she was, was on happen. TV talking about it. Yes, but this is also so they had a vote off like not publicly because they get together chitty chat blah blah blah. Mm. Then publicly she said this is what's going to happen, and then she went on to say uh, restaurants are closed because it's not safe for the servers, it's not safe for the you know the cooks, it's just it's not safe, so we have to shut down. Okay. Then what does she do, Sean? So, uh, Dingbat Special. Mm-hmm. Um, Loser McLoserville. She went out to eat her. that night here in Santa Monica. Came out to our town. Get out of our town. And then they took pictures of her, as you know, because everyone has a phone. And she was just on TV fucking the like, night before. saying that everything's shut. It could have been the afternoon before, but I think it's the night before. I think it's the night before. Uh, so, anyways, people are really pissed off. And I yeah. understand why, because she's not the only one. It seems like politicians feel really comfortable to say, hey, don't do this. And they go and do it. But the rules don't apply to me because I'm a greasy politician. Yeah. Gavin I want to go to French Laundry. He went out. He was with lobbyists. I'd like to go to French Laundry. There was 14 of them in some contained room. And mm-hmm. they're saying, oh, this is, uh, you know, fine for us. Mm-hmm. And they took pictures of him. And then he comes on and goes, gosh. And he's got I'm such a creepy so, voice. Oh, and he's, he's like a villain. Cheshire. He is like a he's villain. He's such a villain. He could he's be like a nice guy. like a Marvel guy. villain. He could be a nice guy. I don't know this. But Maybe he just comes Maybe he's an android across. like on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Hey, I'm really sorry that I, you know, was out. It was in poor judgment. And anyways, we are still enacting the ban. And I promise I will do better next time. Right? And you're like, How? shut the fuck up. It was really strange uh, to see his apology. There's yeah. not much different from a YouTube apology and, and that really, you know. It's like what was that? Was it Laura or what her name was? Had to fake the tears? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Anyways, so that was my rant. Um, Rants. Okay. But back into our letters. Yes. Because... Gavin Newsom and whoever that lady is, they're both losers. Yeah. Their opinions don't matter, they're, just like yours. No, they their their Take opinions the do back. matter because they nah. force us to do things, but they the rules don't apply to them. I like to punch them in the throat. Okay. So, hi Sean and Katie. <laughs> back into it. I was listening to one of your recent episodes and it reminded me of how confusing I find the US educational system. In the UK, we obviously have uh 
tons of U.S. programs and whenever, oh, that, oh, tons of U.S. programs that air here. So like they have a lot of TV shows from us. Um, and whenever high school, junior, senior SATs are mentioned, it baffles me. How are SATs calculated? Is it all subject grades rolled into one? No. Is it it's possible to fail the SATs? No. Your no. height plus your shoe size. Sean hasn't taken the SATs. <laughs> I haven't sat for the SATs. <laughs> That's a joke we tell at Oxford. <laughs> Well, okay, so if you, I think this person is, yeah, in the UK, the SATs in some way are kind of like your, I think it's A-levels, you guys call them, because okay. I think the girls I nannied from London called them A-levels, but I think there's another one too, and I'm not sure. O, the O-level? Is it O-levels? That's what I thought, and I, I don't know which one, it's, so SATs are, it's a standardized test that we take in the States when you complete high school, and this helps you, that score is what helps you get into college. Also, if your parents are rich and own a fashion house and one's a failed actress, uh, that can also... They might also, just pay USC to take you. Yeah, you can do it. There's two routes. You sit for the SAT or um, your parents just kind of get you into the school. That's, yeah. That's the other way. I mean, or your parents give huge donations is how it used to be done. I'm pretty sure that happens around the world. I think that way. happens all the time. Because yeah. I had some people at school uh, who will remain nameless that I was like, how did you get here? Like, I worked my fucking ass off. I'm yeah. studying all the time. and And you're not smart you know well you know money money, money talks. talks and i didn't have any of it so i had to get in you know on my yeah. grades only interesting so yes that's how sats work and it used to be we didn't explain anything with it just that they're well no there's just a standardized testing right and it's it's english math some science and i want to i want to say a little bit of history so it's your basic core classes and but it's it's not like I mean, yes, if you did well in school, you'll do decent on the SATs, but it's its own animal. Like everybody does SAT prep courses. And then there's also another version called the ACT, which is accepted also as like, because uh, they're just weighted differently. And I don't actually know how they're scored, but I know the SATs now. Um, What's a good score? Like when I was growing up, 1600 was 100%. Like oh. you missed nothing. Does anyone score 1,600% no, or does No, but my it? brother like didn't even or try. 1,600%. <laughs> uh, no, you're so. not going to pass this, buddy. You should probably just, hey, where's this all test at? Come on, man. So I have had uh, friends that got in the 1,500 range, which is like wow. fucking crazy. Um, I think I got, if I remember correctly, like a 1,280, 1,260. That's a funny That's thing, kids. That's a good kids. score, right? I, it was good. Anything over... Like the first time I took it, I think I got an 11 something and then I retook it. So I took both of them twice because everybody recommends you take them more than once because then you kind of know what you're getting into. That sounds fun. But it's totally fun. But here's the thing, kids. When you're in school and you're doing all this shit. Don't do drugs. And you're taking your A-levels and you're taking your SATs and you're fucking stressing out like a motherfucker. Know that as an adult, that doesn't even fucking matter and nobody cares and nobody remembers. It matters for like a month. Yeah. And then you fucking forget it. So don't, if you don't test well, that doesn't mean you're not smart and that doesn't mean that you can't do well. So my brother though, he Me just, too? he tests well Yeah. and it's so annoying because I worked so hard, took all these test prep courses and so shit and da 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 and then Nick rolls up and gets like a 1420. He's like, oh, that's fine. I'm like, he's a smart yeah. guy though. So I know, but it's so frustrating because I have to work twice as hard for like not as good of scores. It's always mm -hmm. been the case. Nick has like a photographic memory so frustrating okay so that's how that works hopefully that explains it at I wonder least what somewhat. photographs he has in his head then he's got like a whole things you don't want to know sean <laughs>
tons of musical right. facts, tons of history facts. And he used to love math. So probably some of that's in there. <laughs> okay. So this person says, I left secondary school, which is high school. Okay, good to know. That always confuses me. In 2008. And I know the system in the UK has changed since, but the system was, so left in 2008. And I graduated in 2002. I was like. Yeah, I graduated. <laughs> so nursery and preschool, any age up until five. Oh, primary school is years one through six. So ages um, five to 11. Oh, geez. Okay. So that's like their kindergarten all the way up to middle school almost. During primary school, you sit your SATs. Oh, in year two and year six. I think the year six set was to help assess what groups you go into in secondary school. Interesting. So they have their own SATs at a different time. Oh, there you go. I don't think we have every state has their own standardized testing that you take around that time as well. Um, ours was called. Oh, it was like the WWS something or WS. It was like a Washington State something test. I don't even know. It, I think the Wassel. I think they called it the Wassel. Washington something. Yeah, Washington assessment state. of states. Who knows? Nobody knows. Anyway, um, I'd have to look it up. So then, okay, so that was that. Then secondary school is years 7 through 11. So uh, ages 11 to 16. You'd sit your SATs in year 9, which again would decide which set you'd go into in year 10 and predict your G oh, GCSEs. Yeah, so that's another set of testing. <laughs> GCSE grades. In year 10 and 11, you do coursework and exams in each subject, which would give you a grade at the end of the year. Yeah. An A star. I remember A stars through U's which I think is unacceptable is what it stands for. But the girls that I nannied would always be like hoping to get, you know, I remember they wanted to get two A stars and, you know, it was like, anyway. And that was the basic level of education you expect to get. You generally end up with 10 to 16 different grades. Okay. Wow. It's quite si the complex system. Yeah. Primary school, secondary school, then sixth form or college. Sixth form. Why do we go from secondary to sixth form? <laughs> That's a big jump. Should be. Second form. No, be like uh, third form. Third school. <laughs> third school. Um, ages sixteen to eighteen. Oh, so you're like super young. That's when people usually take their gap year, I guess. An optional education you could go into or not. So you could get out of school at sixteen. Jesus, that's or, pretty wild. That's wild. <clears throat> Probably a trade school right after that. Then must be a further education would be necessary if you intended to go to university. Okay. And um, you take A levels. That's what, okay, which is what I took. So that would be like your SATs, where you'd select your different subjects and study for two years before getting your A level results, which would determine the un which universities would accept you. The A levels are Sounds equivalent like to our SATs. And that's like junior, yeah. No, it's, it's two years of a junior <laughs> college. And then that determines how you did at junior college determines what university you're getting into. Yeah, but they're the same age, 16 to 18. It'd be like our last two years of high school where you take AP courses if you want. And mm. there's all sorts of stuff that you do. Kind of like that. And you can go to junior college early. When does the partying begin? You may never, ask. Never. Never. <laughs> study, study, study. Okay. Um, then generally people take three to four subjects or many of them would be subjects that, they, that weren't available at the G GCSE level. Or there was a BTEC, which is a more skill-based. So that would be more like a... Shop. Yeah. Um, Fabrication of things. Yeah. What do they call that? It's like technical school, technical school, trade, trade school. program, trade yeah. school. That's you want to become an electrician. Yeah. Honestly, a lot uh, of people became electricians that I went to school with or put it mechanics. Down. People try to put me down, you know, um, people or carpentry. You can go into carpentry. <laughs> I, think, 
if uh, these jobs are so essential right now, um, if, if we didn't have trade schools, the country would fall to pieces. And I didn't realize that when I was younger, but people used to put a lot of value on universities. Yeah. You have to go, you have to become an apprentice. Usually we have to study. There's a lot of shit to learn. Become an apprentice. (laughs) And then you have to get a job and you work and it's a useful, you know, very necessary. So many people I went to school with that had student loans. So their parents didn't pay for their education because I went to a private school. So a lot of parents And then liberal arts degree. What do you get with this? Yeah. Then what the fuck do you do with that? I'm go- I think I'm going to try to work in HR. And no offense, people work in HR. I'm just saying that, like, what do you do? I work in a museum. I I'm know an, a lot a, about the, I'm an executive uh, assistant. You know, it's like, but if you're going to school to become an electrician, you become an electrician. And then you help make the world work. <laughs> Electricity is kind of important, right? Mm-hmm. Totally um, important. And yeah. you can make a good living. Heck yeah. Okay. Says, uh, so that's the skill-based, career-based, and then a grade-based um, and could be used to get into university or help you get into the workplace. So that's the B-tech, like the tech school stuff. Okay. And then, um, oh, that was that joke, the the penguins. It says, having said all that, I think the necessary education age is now 18 and the grading is done on a 1 to 10 basis. Thinking about that makes me feel old, though, and I don't completely understand it. That's like the SATs. It was like three or four years maybe after I took mine, they changed the... It completely okay and so instead of it being a 1600 being perfect i want to say it's like a 2400 because now there's like a verbal part or a written part or something different than we had does anybody know you let us know in the comments this is heavy stuff my well, hands are sweating thinking of all these tests you know what did what did you do in canada uh, a little bit of snowball fights sometimes we take the dog sleds on the run uh Igloo did building. You, did you have an SAT or because you went to? It, it is an option. Yeah, um, you can participate in it. Is um, yours called the SAT also? Well, it's just kind of weird because in Quebec, and I don't remember the system that well to be honest. But basically, you go uh, grade seven to uh, grade seven and eight are basically junior high, I mm-hmm. think, and then nine, ten, eleven. This is for English people in the province of Quebec, so it's a little unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven, eight, junior high, your lunch is at a different time than the seniors, right? But you're all in the same school, which yep. I find fucking crazy. Because we were building. six, seven, eight in middle school, yeah. and then high school was nine through 12. Yeah, we just had junior and senior. Um, <clears throat> and so you typically broke up your sports that way as well, mm. uh, which made sense, you know? Yeah, because like, they're too big. You don't want to have junior team play. playing against the seniors. Yeah. Um, but they used to make the junior boys rugby team um, play against the women's senior team for practice sometimes yeah, too. Yeah, we played man, soccer that way. There was this girl, shit, <laughs> my brain just pulled a fact out, or not a fact, but a person out of the, you know, when you pull someone from your history and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my God. Like, I'm, wow, I haven't thought about that in a long And sometimes time. you struggle from the, for the name because it's so long ago. Mm-hmm. It popped in my head. And the reason why is because she thrashed me pretty good. And she squashed my finger. It was bleeding really bad. It was Ooh. like mangled. One Girls of those days. Be tough too, you know? She, her name was Esmeralda good. and she tuned me up good with her cleat, man. It was right on my hand and just, she knocked she me down. Did she slide tackle you or something? No, she just ran me over and then I in the process. I don't know how rugby works. She basically ran into me and knocked me over. <laughs> uh-huh. And then when I fell down, she. Stepped on your foot? Yeah. Or stepped on your hand? And it was cold and wet uh, in the dirt and I was, I was crying. You weren't crying. I was crying. Really? No, I wasn't crying. See? But I mean, I, I wanted to cry, but you know. I'd have all my peers and, yeah. and, and the women's senior the shame. team. Oh, oh the, the shame. shame. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, we so grade seven and eight, that's the juniors. Then you had the seniors um, from 9, 10, 11. Mm-hmm. In the 11th grade, you go on to CJEP, which is basically uh, 12th uh, and 13th grade. What's CJEP stand for? 
uh, you know what? It's French. Uh, collège, uh, blah, blah, also blah. Also junior college. Yeah. <laughs> collège, yeah. blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's about as French as I can get. But they were a really nice campus system. Like they, they had them all over the uh, the province, um, French and English. So you do two years of that. And then you had, I believe, three years of university, which I didn't attend. Mm. Um, I decided to go out west and snowboard instead. Mm. As you can tell by how eloquent I am when I speak, I, I spent a lot of time in school. So You have a great vo- like vocabulary. Yeah. So anyways, that mm-hmm. that's how it goes there. Although if you leave in the 12th grade from Quebec or from the, your first year of um, CJEP, okay. then you can jump into the other provinces' systems, I believe, and do four years of their university. Oh, so, so the other provinces are like more traditional yeah. in line with the U.S.? I think they go to the 12th grade in most other provinces. Yeah, I could be wrong. Newfoundland, less. I think they go fishing. Uh, you go work at the, the dock. Hmm. You know, that's... They go, yeah, <laughs> go fly a kite. <laughs> you know, it's in so, Alberta, you go work in the oil fields. No, um, but no, it's interesting. it's true. Everyone, like a lot of people don't go to school. Well, of course not. I was just saying that's not like standard. Like, yeah. well, grade 11, go to the oil field. You're making it sound like that, and that's not true. There's a lot of people who do that, though. Of course, because it's your local thing. It's like I grew up near a coal mine at the time, yeah. and a lot of people would go work there, and we had a huge um, electrician, like, apprentice program, and so a ton of people became electricians or worked in the coal mine. The trades are super important, and and knowing that's how the country actually runs, Mm -hmm. and then seeing bozos parading on TV with all these politicians, the way they talk, and you're like, you're not in touch with how people you know, make things work in this country. Yeah, agreed. Okay. agreed. And not everybody has to go to school because not ever that's not how everyone learns, like standardized testing and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, we're moving out of education oh, into our okay. next subject called Speak Like a Brit. Uh-oh. Okay, so it says, my favorite thing is to test American friends on phrases that are thrown about in the UK because they make so much sense to us but completely baffle them. So here are a few phrases and example sentences. Answers at the bottom of this email, no cheating. I'm not cheating. I don't even think there's answers yet. So whatever. Okay. I think it's on the other side, which is ah, perfect. Okay. Hank Marvin. The sentence is, ugh, I am absolutely Hank Marvin. Are you supposed to say it with a British accent? I, I'm not going to even. It'll be like Cockney. <laughs> and I'll be like, Kate, that's so offensive. It's like when the Brits that I nannied would pretend to speak in an American accent. They sounded like Texans. They're right. like, hey, y'all. We're, I'm like, we don't talk. like." They're like, yeah, you do. I'm an American. <laughs> I was like, shut up. <laughs> I'll try to talk like you here for a second. Okay. Right. Um, so, ugh, I'm absolutely Hank Marvin. I'm going to think, I think it means hungry. What do you think it means? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with hungry. Okay. So I don't want to check because I'll probably read the next ones. Let's just go through these okay. and then we'll find out if we're correct or not. Lay it on me. Pissing it down. Mm-hmm. Look at it. It's pissing it down. Isn't that raining? Pissing's yeah. raining. Yeah. Yeah. Like definitely raining outside. Yeah. I didn't. I haven't heard it used like pissing it down. I just like it's pissing outside. Yeah. And I was always like, gross. It's pissing down outside. It's gross. Yeah. yeah. Bagsy, I bagsy front seat. It's like I bag it. Like I, I got it. it. I claim it. Yeah. I threw it in the bag. It's mine. Mm-hmm. Bagsy. Okay. Okay. These are tough. These are, and I, I have no idea them. if we're doing them properly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some of the words, but the way they're used is just different to me. Okay. Dogs bullocks. The office is the dogs bullocks. Is it like the cows behind? Like it's like a piece of shit. Like dogs it's terrible. Balls. Yeah, it's dogs shitty. balls. It's shitty. It's, shitty, it's bad. Like, I hate yeah, going to it. Don't go to the office. Yeah, it's a dog's bullocks. Like <laughs> nobody wants it. It's like dog shit in there. I never know what bullocks means. Bullocks. A, it seems like a, like a slang term for like, gosh darn it, like bullocks. I don't know. <laughs> no. I mean, if you say it like that, it sounds like it. I don't know. Okay. Chuffed. Oh. 
I'm frustrated. I'm upset. Yeah. I'm chuffed with how that turned out. (laughs) So chuffed. So chuffed. It's probably shuffed. I know. Shuffed. Shuffed. Chuffed. I don't know. C-H-U-F-F-E-D. Shift. Right now, Shift. people all across the UK are turning off the, uh, the podcast. Are, they're, like, they're laughing. That's probably what they're doing. This is a fun one. Okay. Balls up. Ooh. <laughs> well, that was a balls up, or I ballsed that one up, like messed it up. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Well, that was a balls up. Yeah, I fucked it up. Okay. Probably. Okay. Wazak. <laughs> How a, would you use it in a sentence, please? What a wazak. That what one a, I have no fucking clue. What a wonky thing. What a what a weirdo. What a yeah. quack. Yeah, I'll go with that. I have okay. no idea. Wazak? I haven't heard that. The girls never said it. Jebend? You're such a jebend. Idiot? Yeah, you're daft. Like you're daft, you're stupid, yeah. Okay. Now, again, balocking. Like a bullock. Like the dog's bullocks. Yes. This is balocking. I was late home and got such a balocking. So he got in trouble, like a scolding. Got hit with the dog's balls right in the head. <laughs> How do you bring the dog? We got to teach him a lesson. Oh, no. <laughs> the dog's like, ah. <laughs> Okay. I think it must be like getting like a talking to, yeah. scolded. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with that too. Bugger all. Fuck off. Yeah. What did you do today? Bugger all. Oh, nothing. Nothing doing. Bugger all. Yep. Yeah, bugger like sweet fuck, bugger like all. fuck it all doesn't do anything. Hello. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Last one, which we'll fuck up again. Chunder. That makes me want to chunder. Oh, you're booting. Oh, up. it makes you want to throw up. Chunder. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Big chunder. All right. And the chunder rolls. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Says I hope you enjoy that little game. Sent. Happy to send more if in if requested. You guys, do you want to hear more? Okay. So I'm going to... They're going to be mad that we didn't do the voice. I can't speak in a British accent. Katie, just yesterday you were doing Bridget Jones' diary. Oh, that's true. Um, okay, so Hank Marvin yeah. is starving, hungry, feed okay. me now. Good. Other acceptable phrases, I could eat a scabby horse. Ooh, Ugh. That sounds disgusting. That's disgusting. So pissing it down is raining hard. We were correct, raining. Bagsy is to call shotgun or dibs. Like, I got that. Yep, we got yep. that correctly. I've got bagsies under my eyes, Katie. Oh my God, dogs, bullocks yeah. is like... It's great. Oh. Basically, we were totally wrong on Very that. The wrong. office is the dog. Oh, the office because she capitalized it like the show, the office. Oh. Is the dog's bullocks. Yeah. I was misled. I, I read it wrong too. I didn't even notice that until I was flipping around. Okay. Boy, they, they probably laughed then at our interpretation. Chuffed is happy. I'm chuffed with how that, I thought it was like, ugh, bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, Pharrell's song would not be have been as popular if it was, I'm chuffed. <laughs> the penguin would be dancing to that. You chuffed. Know? <laughs> um, I'm chuffy. I don't even know. Okay, know you do balls up yep. is gone wrong. It can be switched with cock up. What's all this cock and balls talk here? Well, that was balls up, or I because they're not up hung up one. on it. People here are hung gone up wrong. On it. We we were kind of right because we said messed up, okay, or fucked it up. Yep. But it's like gone. You know, it's kind of it. Was was awk as an idiot or a mm. wanker? I know the term wanker. It says is wanker a British insult? A knobhead? A dick? Yeah. Knobhead. I've heard that. Knobhead, wanker. But would Wazak, I haven't heard before. But I think we were correct with that, maybe. Great terms, though. They yeah. are super I fun. feel so enriched. Jebend. I hope uh, the people who are listening at home are feeling enriched by these. Uh, I hope you're learning. Your vernacular is. You could uh, say yeah. things to people and they won't even know what you're saying. Knobhead. Yeah, you Wazak. 
It's all about how you, it's all about the in, um, inflection, you know? Okay. Jebend or Jebend is basically the same as above. So an idiot ah. or a wanker. And what did we think it was? Yeah, I, think I think we said idiot. Yeah. I don't know. What do we think Wazak was? I don't remember. I think we got that right too. Okay. I think we got about seven We're, of them. We've got, we totally somewhat. messed up the dog's bullocks. <laughs> Yeah, that um, was very confusing. But then Jebin says basically the same as above. Also heard would be Bellend, Jeb, or Bell Peace. So you could say that kind of in the same. Okay. Maybe uh, maybe we could have someone write in a detailed ex. I won't Google it until I get this, uh, this email. email. Okay, what are you requesting? Send it to otdmpod at gmail.com. And please tell me what bollocks actually means. Or like, are there multiple uses? Is it like, you know. Because well, it says dogs bollocks is great. Yeah, but, but then, then blocking. So I got blocked. And I was what about, laid at home and got such a blocking. Then that means told off or reprimanded. We were correct, like right. scolded. Oh, and bugger all is nothing. Nil nada can be switched out with fuck all, sweet fuck all, or sweet fa. There we go. Sweet I like fa. That. Sweet, sweet fa. I'm going to the WC. <laughs> going to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Take a pee pee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Chunder is to vomit. Good job. I did not know that. I'm going to go to the WC and Chunder. I'll be back. <laughs> chunder rolls. <laughs> don't, don't. That's gross. Okay. It's oysters, I tell you what. It says, I hope you... En- oh, God. Yeah, Sean gets sick sometimes. I hope you enjoyed that little game. Happy to send more. Oh, yeah. As a side note, I've been doing Sober Year 2020 to raise money for the UK-based mental health charity. Worst year to do it, right? Um, or the best year to go sober what, what, because... You know, you get things done instead. So you could say that you're chuffed with how that turned out? Okay. (laughs) You're so nerdy. I know, I totally am. Okay, worst year to do it. I shit you not when I say the pandemic has been the least stressful part of my year. (laughs) Here's a question, though. I had my last drink on Christmas Day of 2019. Okay. Do I technically get to drink this Christmas? Mm -hmm. Or must I wait until January 1st, 2021? Dear God, give me a drink now. Christmas. I think Christmas. That's a year. Yeah. I'm not going to tell. I mean, and I did Sober October, and on the 30th at night, I had a drink, so I was yeah. like, it's a Friday. Close I'm enough. not waiting until Saturday. At that point, it's just semantics, really. It's whatever. You know. We're loosey-goosey over here, you could say. And also, that is a full year. You're not even cutting any corners. It's exactly a year. Yep. Do it, Christmas. Write in. Let us know. Send us a photo. We'll put it on the... Yep. Uh, Christmas or bust. Okay. Cable access television network that and we run over here. Ready? Oh, Christmas tradition. I insist on being the person to hand out the presents from under the tree. I used to love that job also. Once we have all our gifts, we have to go around the circle opening one gift at a time. Us too. I like to lengthen out the process to see the reaction of everyone as they open their gifts. It makes me feel like Santa. I do that too. And I love that job also. And yes. Sorry for the length of this email. It should be working, but procrastination. All the best, Keely. Thanks, Keely. Thanks, Keely. That was super fun. And I do like, I like the phrases we should have people from all over send us in some phrases because i know i know the aussies have some funny things they say i don't know if the tazzies do too whatever country i don't know Uh, christoph did they say things in austria i mean it's german so i won't understand it anyway but this could be a lot of fun here yeah i think we're on to something a new segment yeah it's called you said what (laughs) 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 and the answer is we don't know what you said huh (laughs) huh that's that's what the new cool. segment's called. Huh? That was fun. I liked it. Should we do one more or do we want to talk about something else? Oh, we can talk about stuff and we can go back to a letter. Okay. Or, uh, in and out, in and out. Or right up on the 50-minute uh, mark, Katie. Mm. Has it been good? I don't know. I felt like I was off in the beginning. Mm. I think just my brain was in editing mode. It's weird because when you look at footage, 
you're shuttling back and forth across you're chopping it up and mm-hmm. chop yeah exactly and um it's weird because i end up having to see your footage the most and are you sick of me yet it's not that i'm sick of you i'd be but sick of me i'm sick of me if you yeah. put a video on to see how it looks on tv i'm like Ugh, shut the fuck up yeah it's weird um it's been too much too much footage of me yeah <laughs> i think really uh we're we're screwing up all this technology that we have access to as people mm-hmm. um how so well we're like little monkeys playing with a like 2001 the movie they give it a a bone and the monkey brains the other monkey or the, with the it. gorilla hits the other gorilla with it or whatever primate it is and i think we're like that with social media and with technology like they gave us a a digital camera and we just lost our minds you know what i mean yeah. as a society and then it just kept picking up steam i'm thinking about it. i talked about it uh on an earlier episode where i was a chambermaid in jasper mm-hmm. and you know seeing technology that i thought was wow this is amazing and there's some memes that you'll see on the internet now like all these items in the 1980s and it all fits inside of your cell phone now so yeah like, and there's an like a box machine, full a, of all sorts of things yeah a camcorder oh God, answering um, machine a blender it does everything really this new phone is amazing blend, so but, yeah but it does but it does answer machine it's a video like remember the huge cameras yeah remember it's a, our first old camera it's that a we music used? machine that's tied into every single song yeah. um it's my bank it's it's everything lives inside of here and i think that's dangerous mm. because now also when your phone doesn't really work all the time and it causes us a lot of issues how dare you this is a sean will try to set reminders on his phone and he'll be like google make a reminder and it like doesn't do anything and he'll like get louder make a reminder so what did derek and mindy our neighbors tell us about this there, there, there's the Alexa commercial. Oh, Alexa Silver. Yes. You guys, it's hilarious. You should look it up. It's an SNL skit because we're going to butcher it. So get ready. But link it in the description. Okay. Yeah. So it's, fun. it's very funny. I'd never seen this Me SNL neither. skit. I don't know how we missed it. Because we, we don't watch, watch SNL, SNL anymore. Most of it sucks. Yeah. Maybe there are some hits. And this one was great. Basically, it's uh, older people talking to yeah, like, smart technology, <laughs> right? To the AI, Alexa or Google. The uh-huh mode. When it wants to tell you the stories, like really long stories. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Alexa just uh-huhs along. I know at some point in my life, you're going to set up an uh-huh mode for me. I'm one step away. I put away. myself in uh-huh mode. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. We've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it started out kind of campy, but now I'm, t- I'm all in. Yeah. And there's like these people are being turned into robots or robots being created. And so I'm like, you could just make a robot, Katie, and she'll go, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting. Tell me more. Uh-huh. I first noticed that behavior at a very young age. Someone had told me that when I was working at Chi-Chi's, mm-hmm. they said, uh, I, I don't know, there was someone who worked in the bar. I was a busboy. Okay. And the person who worked in the bar, his name was Bob. And Bob was very charismatic. He, he could talk to everyone and all the customers loved him. As a good bartender him. would be. Yes. And, and gregarious, a big smile on his face. Uh, anyways, Bob had this you you could see it when he glazed over the customers couldn't see it but if you worked around him you knew him you knew him and he would do this uh-huh <laughs> uh-huh oh uh-huh mm. yeah uh-huh no <laughs> no 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 oh you're so loud yeah and it was really but it was impressive he had this great repertoire of uh-huh mode and people loved him for it because he would just listen but he wasn't listening no. he was listening to the music in the room he was Checking out the waitresses behind, you know, like. It's just, yeah, he was not. Well, first of all, it was, he's not a therapist. Right. Second of all, he's got other shit to do. Yeah. And third of all, he's sick of hearing your story. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I bet you our audience has that mode as well right now. They're like, uh-huh. 
Uh, they don't have to listen, though. They can click away. You're not sitting at a bar. But the... <laughs> so... So at, uh, Alexa Silver yeah. has all sorts of funny modes where, it, like, I forget what they were. Oh, uh, turn up the heat or... I don't know. There's all sorts it's of different... It's really funny. But I think that... I was making fun of it, but I think that I'm in that zone now with, with our Google device because I oftentimes talk to it and it doesn't understand and it... No, it won't understand you fight. sometimes. Yeah. I mean... It's funny because I think it's doing it on purpose. Because when <laughs> you Katie don't said, say please, exactly, it's mm. trying to teach me to conform to it as opposed to, and I refuse to conform to the machine. But sometimes you say, "Hi Google, it's me Katie. Would you be able to set an alarm for I keep nine a.m. or eight a.m. or seven, whatever it yeah, is?" Usually. And you say, "Thank you." And then, or please, I'll say, "Please, will you please set an alarm for blah blah blah?" Yeah, and then the darn thing plays a little happy chime and it says you're the best thank you for talking to me like that i really enjoy being around you katie is sean still here (laughs) it's not what it says (laughs) and i'm like what i'm ready it goes and it says what a classy way to ask or it'll say uh you said the magic word and i was like Mm -hmm. god it's like my mom like you know when you're a kid and your mom what's the magic word yeah peace and then you get things i feel like newman with seinfeld and newman like hello newman mm-hmm. you know when when i talk to it that's mm-hmm. i get that vibe and it's yeah, uncomfortable it doesn't listen to you i don't understand no but it's funny i was reading my newsette which is like this little news feed i get every morning and this was months and months ago it said that women they did a study about women and men interacting with ai and they said that women are like 28 percent more like kind to the ai they speak to it like a person saying please and thank you and you know all sorts of stuff like that and men tend to not and so then they made a joke because this is the news that does is it talks about new research or things that came out or tech that's come out or whatever's happening and then it'll make a joke which is why i like it then it was like so tell your tell your boyfriend or husband that they better be around you when they take over because they're not going to kill us they'll kill them first i <laughs> mean replaced by a a robot man i am a robot yeah. I find that so disturbing though because we're watching the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and it's season four is when the robots come to be a thing and I find it super disturbing. Yeah, me too. I, it gives me the willies, man. Yeah, I mean, at least they don't give you the the, the, the butterflies in your tummy. There's two feelings you get in life uh, for those of you out there. Is that it? There. There's only two? There's two feelings. Wow, you get, Sean's feeling you get, wheel is like just a sliver <laughs> some may say i'm a sensitive man because when i feel the willies uh it's like a like a very strong sensation yeah, sean and, does have a very strong like and, willy radar and then i <laughs> a willy radar <laughs> hey buddy i heard you have a willy radar it's true i i've uh i get the willies a lot <laughs> just the way she goes mr lee <laughs> the way she goes man's gotta eat <laughs> what are you gonna do you know I feel like I'm turning into Daniel Tosh here with the self-deprecating humor. Anyways. Uh, well, no, but you you get that. <laughs> I can't even say the word anymore. But you get that sensation about people where you're like, I don't trust them. And you're like, I don't want to see them again. Like, it's an immediate thing. Yeah. You're but like, also, they're a snake oil salesman. They give me the willies. I do say that a lot. Yeah. Uh, however, that's a protective mechanism, right? I guess we could say that that's yeah. how it works. Um, you trust your gut instinct. But I'm yeah. also hypervigilant because... One time, Katie and I were walking through the neighborhood, and uh, <laughs> this is you when we first started dating. You don't play pranks on me ever. I, I'm not a prankster. I don't enjoy being pranked. Yeah. So, why so we're I... walking down the street, and there's this beautiful yard after the next beautiful yard, and yeah. we're looking around, and 
I was really having a nice, lovely walk. And I was on the uh, the inside of the sidewalk uh-huh. next to the lawn, which is weird because usually I have you on the inside. But anyways. Yeah, I think it's because we'd come off of Montana Avenue and we were turning. Yeah. And then you, as we're walking in the middle of you talking, you changed from like, oh, we should go to the Country Martin. You looked like really quickly off to the right. You're like, ah, look out. That's not and it you at shoved all. Me. That's not it at all. And I looked. I knew he was going to dramatize this because what I legitimately said to you guys was, oh, wow, look. No. Okay. Somewhere in goes, the middle is the truth. I thought that was real. Well, you freaked out all on your own. There were two statues that were in the yard and it looks like they're in motion. You're peeking on your thing, by the way, because you've been shouting. Really? You Can didn't you hear it go when you did the, uh-uh. look out. No. But I've got the master uh, bus okay. uh, turned down, so. Okay. We should be okay. Okay. I hear it in my headphones. Sorry. Oh, my headphones. Turn me up. Anyway, Sean's very dramatic. And what I said, because it was what it was. Tell him what it was. Oh, it's uh, two kids playing the statues. Mm-hmm. And one's la- jumping over the fence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're metal. And, <laughs> and I'm a scaredy cat. So and, what? And all I turned was like, wow, look. Because it was like. It was a big, it's a big thing. Like it's a big, like human size metal thing hopping over the fence. And Sean freaks out, like goes, I thought that was real. And he was like startled for like 20 minutes. Took you a little while to calm down. It really startled you. Yeah. I almost ran away from you. I was like, I didn't even try to startle you. No, no, you're fine. Okay. Okay. I didn't even try to startle you. I know. Um, When I tried to startle you. Joe Tolley. Uh, for for that, my old roommate. I've talked about him before. Great mm-hmm. guy, but there was a dark side to our relationship. Mm-hmm. And dark is is a strong word. No, well, stronger than necessary. Joe, if you're listening, which I know you are, because uh, I know I know you listen. Um, mm-hmm. You traumatized me, and I'm going to talk about it publicly now. Oh, jeez, uh, airing not... of grievances. Not even Festivus <laughs> yet. Uh, you know, but as roommates do, you tease each other. You know, because whatever. It, and I life. have hidden behind this side, the back door, when you go out to take the garbage out, and then I go. Boo. In and the I most jump. in the most generic you guys not even <laughs> I'm not even trying to be scary. And he'll be like, <gasps> It takes nothing to startle you. No, if I'm sitting at the chair in the office and my back is to the door mm-hmm. and you walk up sometimes. I'm oh, scared. he gets scared. Yeah. Or even just last night I, I came into the, the kitchen. <laughs> you guys he had the fridge door open and I walked up the kitchen and I said I, I was saying stuff as I was coming. I was like, I'm gonna come and help you out or something and then I was like, Ta da and he was like, <gasps> like I was talking the whole time I walked from the couch to the kitchen and our place is not that big. And I also shuffle in my sweat slippers. So very strange. So <laughs> I blame Joe Tolley um, for this. And what happened is I, I lived there for many years. Uh, he and I shared yeah, a house. Six years, yeah. yeah. And then every once in a while we'd have a, a roommate, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but Joe would uh, jump out of like places around the house and scare me like that's because you're so easy to do that too. yeah but i think you must have caught on early didn't he hide into the coat closet once and come out and get you or was that you no so in the garage he'd done that several mm-hmm. times like mm-hmm. I'd, I'd close the door and he'd be standing there like right in my face and that would give me the willies you know <laughs> like <laughs> i would jump and sometimes at night by the garbage cans like he'd, he'd mm-hmm. be waiting you know mm-hmm. and that was scary um <laughs> But, you know, because you're not expecting, you're taking something out to the garbage cans at night and then you just stand up, hello. <laughs> you know, yeah. He got me all the time. He always had a good one. One day I was going to get on my motorcycle and go for a ride. I think uh, it was after work. I was going somewhere and I reached and but I had been home for about an hour and a half and Joe hadn't been home yet. Joe worked in the evenings. He was a mm-hmm. coach. Hell of a coach, by the way. If you're looking for a coach, that's that's your coach He's really in good. any sport or he anything. He taught me how to snowboard. Yep. Um, 
Okay, so uh, I go to, you know, I'm, I'm going to take my motorcycle for a ride. So I reach in the closet to grab my jacket and it's a pretty deep closet and I get my jacket. I feel on my arm like a hand grab me and pull me into the dark closet. I shit my pants. And I ran like, but I couldn't run because Joe is pretty strong. He's holding I'm my arm. I'm going to have to go to the hearing so doctor my, after this show. My legs, I was like backpedaling. It was, it was insane. Yeah, Sean would have lost his And mind. I think that's when I, I think that's where my PTSD comes from. That's not true. Yeah. I think that. I mean, maybe that's one little <laughs> tea, but I think you're being dramatic. Because you were that way already. Like you're just jumpy. Yeah. In general. And I even said something to your sister about it. She's like, oh yeah, so easy to scare. And it, it's so. It's true. When I was younger. Oh, it isn't Joe. Joe, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to. <laughs> I tried I to, take it back, buddy. I, I tried to, you know. You're still awesome. Protect and, his honor. Yeah. My sister. Check this out. I came home from school one time. This was in elementary school. So mm -hmm. I was in the fifth grade. And I, I walk home from Wilder Penfield. And as I get home, there's a note on the door. Hey, Sean, I've gone with Barbara to the Depenar. We're going to go get chips or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh Anyways, so I'm I'm thinking, okay, whatever. I'm and the day Pinar is like, oh, a corner store. I know, I know what it is, but just for, for other people, the Kushtard. Yep, to the depth, to ah, the, the depth, to the depth, 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 to the depth. Anyways, mm -hmm. um, so uh, I go in the house and I grab some crackers and cheese, and I'm gonna watch my Ducktales or whatever is on Ooh. TV. You know, Woo. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you hope Darkwing Duck is on because that's the cool that's one. Good. And and yeah. Anyways, anyway. uh, so. As I'm sitting there, um, I hear a noise in the house coming from upstairs, but my dad's not home. My dog's in the backyard. I've already let him out. Uh, my sister's at the, the dip and I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? And me, I'm scared, you know, and I, I look upstairs, like from the downstairs area and I'm like, mm, not going up there, but the noise doesn't happen for another like 10 minutes. And then I hear, you know, rustling around. I'm like, what the fuck? I go upstairs. I was pretty brave. I brought my dog inside. I made the dog go upstairs first. <laughs> Is it Chachi? Yeah, I was like, Chachi, go upstairs. Check you, it out. You check it out. You let me report back. And my dog wasn't too keen on it either because he was a, a fraidy cat. He was a big lap <laughs> dog. like corny like, dog. Our dog was that way too. Yeah, he 110 a pounds and a lap dog. And a total, yep, total fraidy cat. So I go upstairs and as I get upstairs, I hear like shaking in uh, the guest bedroom. Kim's so good. Mm-hmm. And then behind me is the bathroom, the, the Jack and Jill bathroom or whatever. Uh -huh. And I'm looking in the room as I hear the shaking and my dog and I are like <laughs> terrified. Both I'm like, what scared, is, what more is, scared what is, than the next. The door to the bathroom slams like, but it's right behind me. And I jumped and yelled. Ah! <laughs> and I ran out the fucking door. Man. Out of your own I, house? I ah! ran out from, outside in the front yard and the dog beat me. We were so both scared. It was, oh, it was really great. Funny. Yeah. But it was Kim. Yeah, yeah, it was Kim. She got you. She got me good. <laughs> uh, that could be where it comes from. Oh, mm -hmm. and then also uh, right around that age, horror films were were really mm. getting... I never watch that stuff because I don't want it in my brain because yeah. of things like that. Maybe me? that's why I don't startle because you'll try to scare me and every once in a while I get startled, but not very often. Oh, so it's probably not my sister who did, who brought this upon me. It's probably my access to horror films as a kid man friday the 13th was very very scary how for a young kid well how old were you yeah i couldn't watch shit about i could i was watch probably like around 10 when you start getting access to horror films what well yeah because they'd be at the they were supposed to not rent them to you but you could if you were buddies with but the people your parents there, going Dave with you to Hunter. rent my parents always went with me to rent no no you just walked up to the corner store they had it at uh, oh we didn't have that and, the and also place. i didn't live in the city i wasn't walking anywhere oh my yeah i had to drive me 
Yeah, no, this you so can walk as a kid. So she'd see, like, what, what'd you get? Or you take your BMX bike. It was like Stranger Things, basically. Um, yeah, there's no way you should one time, have watched though, horror films at 10. No wonder you're all fucked up. I uh, Getting scared. I love them, though. I love Jumpy. horror films. He wants to watch them all the time, you guys. And I hate, hate, hate being scared. PJ and I uh, rented, I don't know, I'd say like four. Mm-hmm. It's like a Nightmare on Elm Street, a couple of, there's a sleepaway camp in there. Uh, what else do we rent? Friday the 13th, two and three or something like this. Okay. You know, so we got a yeah. good compliment for the weekend to to scare the willy out of us. Nice. You know, that like. sounds terrible. So uh, the first night of the sleepover, you know, we get ourselves, we've got soda, we've got chips. I think we watched a little hockey or something like that. Oh, no, no, it was in summer. Sorry. I know I'm rambling here, but uh, we're in the basement watching uh, the first film and it's pretty scary. I'm not going to lie, but it wasn't that scary. So we pressed on and we watch another one. This time it's Nightmare on Elm Street and it's pretty, pretty scary. For I don't know it. if I've ever seen that one. Yeah. But that's and then cool. we get to Friday the 13th and I can't take it anymore. PJ and I, like we've been watching, you know, horror for too yeah, long for four hours you know? Mamrie was reading a horror script the other day and so she had to get outside and like see the sun and like try to shake it out of her brain oh yeah she couldn't handle it she Texas started Chainsaw to feel Massacre. really scared so mm-hmm. i had to leave the house <laughs> so um in the it's probably like 10 <clears throat> sorry uh 10 o'clock maybe 11 o'clock at night maybe mm-hmm. closer to midnight but probably not that late yeah you're, you're kids i can't imagine yeah um I think I was probably around 11 or 12 at this time. But Anyways, still, kids, you know. You know. Yeah, sixth grade, maybe. <coughs> sixth form, whatever that's called. Uh, and uh, I'm watching the film Friday the 13th, and it's getting it's really intense, school. and people are, you know, losing it left and right. This guy's a killer on the loose. And um, I look over at PJ, and PJ is, like, his eyes are big like saucers, <laughs> staring at the TV. He looks more terrified than me, and I am scared shitless. And the dog, I look over, and the dog has saucer no, eyes. And he's Chachi looking at the TV. doesn't even understand. <laughs> Chachi's like licking his balls or fell asleep a while ago. Yeah. And then I was like, PJ, I'm getting tired. I, I got to go to bed. He's like, what? I said, I'm going to go upstairs and go to bed. I didn't want to sleep in the basement. I was like scared <laughs> of the basement. <laughs> so, I left PJ in the basement. You made him I, sleep in the basement by himself? Yeah. And I was like, Chachi, come with me. <laughs> what a dirt bag. <laughs> and so sorry, PJ, PJ comes to the top of the stairs. He's like... Uncle Eric, can can Chachi come sleep in the basement with me? Because <laughs> your because your son's a jerk. I was just scared, and you should have said I'm scared. I I, I probably did. I'm I'm paraphrasing. But then I'm PJ probably this story. said I'm scared too, and then you should you would both Stay sleep upstairs or downstairs yeah. or whatever. I'm you just sorry, left PJ. in there and took Chachi, you jerkwad. No, I think he got Chachi back, and it wasn't that scary. It's you know a finished. Yeah, you basement. got scared and couldn't finish it and went up to sleep in your room. Well, like the ninny that you there. were. How <laughs> dare you? So rude. I'm sorry, PJ. So rude. I'm making apologies left and right in this video. Uh, first, I had to apologize to Joe. And then ultimately, yeah. it was my own doing. I <laughs> was terrified to blame of blame other people. Yeah. I'm sorry, PJ. Nobody likes a basement. That reminds me of, unless they're finished basements, like, you know, very nice. Because they're always kind of creepy. And in and, and Montreal, they're always damp. They always smell... Damn. Yeah, it's like a partially finished basement sometimes, or a uh, so there's unfinished, there's partially finished. Oh, we don't and need then to there's go like, through all the character like categories. Well, sometimes of they're basements. really nice. No, but other I said times, a fully finished like, basement's mm. different. It's just like an extension of your home. Yeah. But most of the ones I've seen in Montreal are like not really finished. They're like kind of finished, but not really. Usually, it's the place where your family <laughs> throws you in in the basement during family functions. Like you go to your your aunt's house, and you're gonna, you know, there's. 10 other families yeah, the at the party the basement. and or all the kids go. We and then go to the attic sometimes. Yeah. It was like Lord of the Flies. 
whenever I'd go to one of those things, man, the kids were terrifying. Like we were just wild. Oh, All yeah. hopped up on Kool-Aid and oh, orange Kool-Aid. Mm, play yeah. hockey in the basement. That was the best playing hockey. In a, Cause basements will smell musty, you know? Yeah. Remember the, that reminds me of that commercial for, I don't even know what it is, but it's the two guys. If you ever watch football, like American football for, to make sure that you got the down. So there's like, I think is it 10 yards is a down. I think that's what it is. So 10 yards, you get a down and you have four attempts to make it that 10 yards before the ball gets turned over. So that's kind of how, basically how football works. But if it gets really close, these people come out with a chain in between these two markers. They're these orange like triangle type things. And they see if it measures, if it's long enough, if the ball got far enough to get the down. So they're these guys that I don't even know what that would be called linesmen or something the chain gang anyway these guys with these two orange things and the chain in between there's a commercial with them where he's holding one at the top of the stairs and he's like I got it last time it's your turn and it's they're going into the basement and the guy's like and so he goes and you see the chain and you hear it going down the stairs and then it's nothing it's quiet and then it jerks and it's tight and then dark and then he runs up and the guy has a juicer or a popcorn maker that's what popcorn maker and he's like we really got to get a better light down there (laughs) (laughs) it's true though they can be really scary basements yeah your imagination runs wild yeah denise's basement speaking of like our pillows back to that place creeps me out i don't know it's a very old house though i think that's yeah it's where the other fridge is it's over 100 years so she'd be like go get the mayonnaise it's in the other fridge and i'd be like oh right but i also don't know the house so i can't always get all the lights on as soon as i'm doing in the dark and fucking creeps me out man (sighs) i never like the dark i am afraid of the dark so i will i used to have a nightlight forever like forever there was a kid from my high school that was on uh a Canadian show called Are You Afraid of the Dark? Mm. Uh, Ross Hull. I think he ended up being a, a weatherman. I don't think that's a Canadian show. I think it's just a show. It was in America too. Oh, really? It was Goosebumps. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, uh, I don't know. Sean Painter's dad was the producer for that though. Hmm. Yep. He, I had to uh, look it up, but I think it's, it was an American. Um, oh, Larry called us and we missed it. Uh, hello, Larry. Um, are <laughs> you afraid? Larry was listening to the podcast today. Uh, the oh, last episode, yeah, he texted me and it was pretty funny. Yeah, 1990, Seven Seasons. Yeah. Spooky and all, um, anthology series for kids. Blah, blah, blah. Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it was made into Italian, Tokyo, uh, NHK, France 2, France 3. So I think there were different ones. But yeah, did it look like the that? Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, I think he's part of the original cast. That's a Canadian production. Country of Oregon, origin is U.S. and Canada. Hmm. So, in English. So, I think it started at the same time. Original network was Nickelodeon in the okay. U.S. And in Canada, it was the Family Channel or YTV. We're going deep. So. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, I'm not recalling the details. No, but I think, all. I don't think you're recalling Balderdash. it wrong. I think Balder, Balderdash. I think um, it sounds like it was released in Canada and the U.S. like at the same time. Okay. So, they could have had their Canadian version, American, I don't know. But Nickelodeon purchased the U.S. one and what I call it, family channel or something TV. Right, right. Anyway, why TV? Whoo. Good stuff. But are you afraid of the dark? Me? Yeah, I'm very afraid of the dark. I'm afraid of the dark. Okay. A let's... title like that, that's like good clickbait. You know, you're like, yes, I am. I am. I'm, I'm going to watch the show now. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I hate being scared though. Okay. On to the next letter because we have to get through these. We made a promise. Yes. It says, hey, Sean and Katie, as soon as you asked about holiday family traditions, I knew exactly what I had to share. I'm already excited. 
My family has always maintained various traditions for the holidays, games, quizzes, prizes, presents, though the biggest and most popular activity by far was the infamous penny auction. One holiday season way back in the mid-late 80s, mid to late 80s, my cousin Debbie sent out the invitations for the family's annual Christmas dinner. In addition to the basic where and when information, she announced that this year we were starting a new activity called a penny auction. I like it. She instructed everyone to wrap up your junk and save your pennies. We would be bidding on each other's anonymous packages with the proceeds going to a local charity. Oh, wrap up that junk, Steve said. Oh, but a bump. Were you going to poke a sound? I wasn't. No, I wasn't sure if I had hit the soundboard oh. with my hand. But. My dad, brother, and I thought it sounded like great fun. You wrap up junk, real honest-to-goodness junk, and then everyone gets a big laugh when opening it. It all made perfect sense, and we gathered some great stuff that year, including an old, out-of-date calendar. Perfect. Yep. A crossword puzzle book with all the puzzles completed. See? This is efficient. I like it. I can't remember everything, but when we had a decent number of items, all of them entirely useless, we, of course, wrapped them in the prettiest paper we could find. Christmas arrived. After dinner, we launched into our very first penny auction, and just a few items into it, I quickly realized that my particular bunch branch of the family was using a significantly different definition of junk than everyone else's. Their junk was the kind of gently used secondhand objects that you kindly oh. donate to a thrift store. Ours was more along the lines of trash destined for a landfill or incinerator. I have a story because my family. Yes. So we, um, and I'll finish, let's finish her story and then I'll okay. tell mine. <clears throat> the auctioneer, my cousin Jack, eventually got around to our little treasures. There was a little bit of shock at first, but everyone got the joke and had a great time. The penny auction became legendary. It was our family's favorite Christmas, Christmas tradition. Throughout the year, the entire family would keep an eye out for any strange or bizarre things could be wrapped up and auctioned. My friends have even gotten in on the fun. They would give me all sorts of odd things saying, hey, this will be a good one for the penny auction. Yeah, I could send you shit for the penny auction. With each year, the auction grew bigger and bigger. It got to the point where it took an entire room to store all the packages. My goodness. Thanks for the opportunity to share and reminisce. I hope you have a great and safe holiday season filled with much love and compassion. Mark. Thanks, Mark. Mark. That's a great that's story. That's hilarious, and I love it. And Mark, I love that. That's hilarious. And your family clearly is very similar to my family. So a couple years ago, last year, year before... Sean and I go up to Washington for Christmas and friends of my family, they're having a white elephant gift type of party and it's supposed to be like the funnier the better, right? And so my mom and Larry take it to mean that like, you know, totally crazy. My mom gets loafers and makes them out of bread, like loaves of bread made into shoes. It's hilarious. She puts it in a box, wraps it up, makes it look like slipper. Like it's really funny. And Larry <laughs> gives a... You know those big cheese puff containers? And there's like, like a thousand orange. cheese balls inside of a big plastic jug. And he covers it with paper that says self tanner. It's so funny, you guys. And then I got oh, it was um some magnets of like dog butts or cat butts or something. I don't even know. Something goofy like that. And then we I don't know what else we got them, but something silly. Yeah, a anyway. bunch of lightweight gifts just for fun. Oh, it was, um, someone had sent these to me and so I had ordered a pair because I thought they're so funny is the squirrel underwear. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Thank you, Amazon. So. It was something like where where to store your nuts was yes. the name of the. So we ordered all sorts of weird <clears throat> stuff like that. And thank you to many of you who've sent me funny gifts to prompt that, you know, ordering and hilarity. So we bring funny things like that. We wrap them all up. And then we open gifts from the other, like the friends of our family, not our family. And the first gift is like, a beard trimmer. We were like, 
shit, Uh-oh. shit, shit. And it's brand new. <laughs> And my, you know, there's like an exchange of glances where you're like, oh no, oh no. That looks pretty expensive. <laughs> but our stuff turned out to be pretty funny and I think it was fine, but yeah. I still felt kind of bad about it. Well, when you merge family traditions, sometimes you come yeah. across some oddities. And I think there was an iPod shuffle. No one acted like Michael from The Office, but like, no, you know. No, but I think there was definitely a difference. Well, and I got that Yeti. Like there was yeah, nice the Nice stuff. gift. And I was like, that's not White Elephant. This is just like gift giving, like mm-hmm. with a minimum or a maximum. Or They're whatever. very you know generous I mean? people. They're totally, yeah, very generous, very kind. Also, that tan did not take. I tried it before we went to Mexico. <laughs> Just roll in the Cheeto, the Cheeto balls. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was very funny, and I felt kind of bad, and I think it was okay, but my mom, my mom and I both agreed that next time someone says white elephant or any kind of like gift exchange, there needs to be more conversations about it before you go purchase items, because ours were all totally jokes. <clears throat> it was all good. It is all good. Yeah. But that was funny. And I love the penny auction idea. I do too. That's really cute. Be a good way for me to get rid of some of my shoes. I have a lot of <laughs> extra shoes. Some junk. Yeah. Get your junk. Okay. Final one. Final right. question. Or actually, yeah, it is the final question. Okay. okay. Lay it on us. Katie and Sean, howdy do. Howdy do to you. Indeedly do. Last week, you mentioned you wanted us to quote unquote sell our city to you. Much in the same way you were pitched on uh, moving to Adelaide, Australia. I would love nothing more than to sell you on Vancouver, Canada. Okay. Unfortunately, our, I've heard of it. our Australian friend did such a good job selling Adelaide to you and the rest of us at OTDM devotees that I find myself too preoccupied. Oh, I find myself too preoccupied looking up flights to Australia, staring moodily into the laptop screen and sighing, fuck you, COVID, through my face mask to be able to tell you on Vancouver. Uh, oh, through my face mask to be able to sell you on Vancouver, LOL. So... Yes. Adelaide got you too. And Australia is amazing. And I totally get it. But Vancouver <laughs> could be in the hunt. They've had the Olympics, you know. Yeah. However, I figure this isn't a complete loss since Katie, you grew up in Washington. You're right, by the way. Screw saying Washington State. We Vancouverites know what you mean. Yes. You shouldn't have to say Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver. Okay. <laughs> it's a very sensitive topic. It's for very you. sensitive. The Pacific Northwest is sensitive. Hey. Hey. I thought it was all Antifa and, you know, but it turns out it's hey. a bunch of poetry and sensitivity. Hey. Yes. <laughs> we shouldn't have to clarify. We should be able to just say it. There's so many Vancouver's. I know. Vancouver Island, Vancouver at Vancouver, is which Van- is a restaurant. It's very good. Um, no, there's Vancouver, Washington. Yeah. There's Vancouver in like a lot of states, but Vancouver, Canada is like the biggest city. Like, I don't know why you'd have to just dis- <clears throat> like discern it from the other yeah i think the bigger you get the more you can lay dibs on something so but if they're if even people are like where's vancouver canada and then they're like above washington and they're like dc and they're like no state you loser Punch very him very sensitive punch him in the throat okay okay Geo- geographical gangs yes yeah get it right or pay the price okay I'm pretty sure you have mentioned visiting here before. I have. And Sean, you're a fellow Canadian. You both knew it. know we exist. You both know we exist anyways. Ha ha. Instead, I would much rather take this time to share a few of my own corny jokes. Are you ready? I hope you enjoy these little kernels of humor. But if they aren't to your liking, don't feel the need to butter me up. Just take them with a grain of salt. I'm sure we're going to love them already. I'm excited. What's the name of the man who let everyone walk all over him his whole life? Mm. I don't know. Matt. Hey, <laughs> man. I was like thinking of like a, a really good name, mm-hmm. a, a historical figure, Matt. Matt. Yeah. 
Makes sense. These are just little, you know, corny jokes. Did you hear about those new high rises that collapsed over in Southwest England due to poor construction? They're the real faulty towers. (laughs) I like it. I like it. I love it. Okay. Number three. I just had this awful feeling that bandages are involved in a messy cover up. (laughs) That's like, I probably told this one on here, but my favorite corny joke is what did one math book say to the other math book? I got a lot of problems. Oh, oh it's so good. Ba-dum-tsh. Okay. Last but not least. Yes. You'd have to agree that coin collectors really are some of the most progressive people. Numistatists. They always want good change. Oh, oh. I like it. Thanks and have a happy week. This is from Graham. Thank ah. you, Graham. Hello, good sir. He's and a I, Montreal Canadiens fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and I do love Vancouver. I spent quite a bit of time there as a kid just because vacationing and went to Victoria Island, and it's I've just never beautiful. Been. I, I've never been for the uh, the high tea experience or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, at the Empress. Yes. Mm. I wonder if it's still called the Empress. It's probably got bought out by like. No, it's uh, it's still the Empress. Still Empress. Yeah, mm. that was um, the Pacific Coast Highway, or yeah, uh, the part of the Great Hotel chain across Canada, mm. and um, like the Banff Springs is part of it. The mm-hmm. Chateau in Quebec City, the one in Jasper. Oh yeah, it's called. Uh, Canadian Pacific Hotels and Resorts, CPHR, but Uh then it was sold. Or sorry, then they bought uh, the Fairmont name. So they wanted to rebrand instead of being CPHR, which is not very very sexy. Yeah, it's not a very good brand. You're named after a railway, you know. Uh, But yeah, those properties are stunning. Oh, it's gorgeous. And it had the vines in the front. Anyway, we love uh, Vancouver. It's also got great skiing and stuff and snowboarding because of Whistler. Oh, man, I would love to Not that that's in Vancouver, but it's not far. I think, what's Whistler, like an hour and a half out of Vancouver? Hour? Don't know, never been. I think maybe an hour. You let us know, Graham. Um, but yeah, I do love Vancouver, but I haven't been there, God, since I was like 20. Fun fact, I lived in Vancouver for a little while as a kid. I oh, lived yeah. in a suburb. Oh, yeah, we lived in Kelowna. No, uh, I guess that could be considered a suburb of Vancouver now. Uh, no, I lived in Surrey, uh, Surrey, BC, which oh, uh-huh. gets a rough reputation. Um, well, it used to be the shitty part of town. I mean, I don't know if it is now. Yeah, Graham, I think, let us know. I, I think it has a bad rep, you know, but mm-hmm. just like anything, there's people that live there, you know, there's real people. And uh, that's where I was introduced to ninjutsu. Oh, I take it very seriously. Uh, my first ninjutsu master was mm-hmm. in uh, Surrey. He was uh, another child who was probably a year older than me. Um, so it was weird to have a master that was a year older, but he had seen Enter the Ninja. Uh, part one before I had, and he told me I about Surrey. I, I could be wrong again, Graham. You have to let us know because you're the ones there. But I feel like when we would go up there for different things, that was like the druggy part of town. Yeah, it's it was a bad part of town, uh, but not all of it. There were like we lived in a house, and it was a nice neighborhood. We had a big yard, and then beyond our yard, we had a giant field. But um, and I had a wonderful elementary school. Mm. Um, anyways, I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was great. But uh, that's when I started ninjutsu. Sean. Um, Loves ninjutsu. Yeah, to, to this, this day. To this day. Pledge my allegiance. To the ninjutsu. <laughs> one, one throwing star under God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, but so this kid, I didn't have any friends, right? I, I was there. I'd moved from Kelowna to uh, to Surrey. Mm-hmm. And when you're a young kid, you don't have any friends uh, when you first get to the school, right? And then oh, the teacher usually not. assigns you a kid. Hey, show them, you know, where. Even growing up in a small town, I had some friends that would come along with me, but then there were some that would go off to Christian school or Catholic yeah. school. 
and you you know you every school year you have a couple friends maybe that you knew before but you're making new friends because your classes are different like I used to be devastated if my friend wasn't in my homeroom like right I have Mr. Frizee you've got Mrs. Gibson oh the world seems so much bigger when you're a kid you know it's so funny yeah uh so the teacher I forget what his name was um Bryce or something Mm -hmm. uh the teacher says Bryce can you show Sean around the school and he was Probably not the most social kid. I, you know, looking back now, I think about it, he wasn't particularly social. Yeah. So he, he's like, I'm with me. They you know, probably did it so that he'd he would have, have a, a new friend. friend. Yes. I Looking back. Um, so he's showing me like, okay, this is the hallway. This is where, I don't know, the milk room is. I, you know, I have milk room? Yeah, where you get the milk out of the fridge to, because he's, yeah, we have a milk program in, in uh, most oh, provinces. Oh, yes, you've told Canada. me about this. It's yeah. just such a weird thing to say milk room. Nutrition, like, man. Well, we had milk in... So where we'd eat in the yeah. cafeteria, there were, you just go give them your to- your token or your ticket and you get your right. milk. You either so, pick blue or red because it's 2% That of makes sense. Milk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, he's showing me the ropes, you know, like mm-hmm. as if I just joined a, you know. Yeah, uh, you're like part of the FBI and they're like, here's the yeah, briefing room. Just like Quantico. Here's the bathrooms. Here's the milk room. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> here's the nap room. <laughs> just kidding. You know, looking back, and I think there was only one or two hallways you might have shown me, but yeah. you know, but it um, feels big when you're a kid. You're like, oh, totally. This it's a is whole the outside new space, and, oh. mm-hmm. uh, and then on the way back from him showing me things, and he was really nebbish, probably just just like I was, you know, and not just quiet. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he says, "Do you do you like ninjas?" Oh, and I was like, yes. "Yeah, <laughs> of course I do. I got my nunchucks yeah. right here." Yeah. <laughs> well, I did have nunchucks because my dad had I had dressed as a I ninja it was in nunchucks. Yeah. Nunchucks? None. N-U-N. Oh, I thought I said N-U-N. Nunchucka. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, my dad had made some for me because I dressed like that a, a ninja mm-hmm. when I was like six or seven for Halloween when I was in Kelowna. Anyways, so I, I knew a little bit about it, but I really was not formally trained. And he was like, I, I know some moves. Ooh. I was like, that's good. cool, dude. He's like, yeah, I've been watching the movies. Good for his parents because I think it builds a healthy dose of confidence in kids to. But he was not part of a dojo. He was a freelance ninja oh. in training. But <laughs> so, he knew more than I did. So, <laughs> And he lived right up the street from me, which was really cool. So we got off the bus at the so same time. So they became fast friends. Fast friends. And then, we, I mean, this progressed pretty quickly. He had all sorts of you know good training methods. We had strung a rope between two trees and we had to walk across it. Which, you know, fast forward, that's slacklining. What if he's the, oh. what if he went on to invent slacklining? I just went I on to think, invent slacking. I don't think anybody, I mean, I think slacklining has been happening way before they started calling it that. Yeah. I feel like it, the late, like 20, 2007 on to now, yeah. people have just taken old things and tried to pretend that they're the ones who create it because they give it a new name. You're right. Because there's people who use a tightrope and they walk across tall buildings in New York. Always. The flying it's Walendas. It's tightrope. And they're like, this is a slack line. I'm like, what's the fucking difference? That stuff yeah. makes my b-hole pucker. Uh, when, oh, when they do that? I don't know how oh my they God. do that. The footage of people, what they used to do at Niagara Falls, you know, they, they would walk across a tightrope, raging. People are fucking nuts. Waterfalls. Do they have a little you. safety chain? So if no. they fall, it catches no, them? No, no, They had a stick in their hands and Idiots. wearing a leotard. That's, that's, like that's a, pure bravery. If you if you have the, the chutzpah to get on a tiny rope. In bravery, a leotard in front of a bunch of tourists. Sean, bravery is a very strong word for not what that is. You know what also you is crazy? You also say stupidity. People who went over the falls in barrels. Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't make that, it. No, yeah. Never heard from again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be like families of people would do that, you know? It was crazy. It, it was... Um, 
people were tougher, I think, back in the day. Because to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel <clears throat> or across it on a on a tightrope, mm-hmm. just I'm I'm astounded. Nowadays, I mean, people play football and they get turf toe. Oh, I can't play for you. Know, I'm out for six well, weeks. Also, we know a lot more, and people back then lived to like 36. Like That's we both true. would be dead. I I wonder what the average age of the dude who went or the lady who went over the falls in a barrel. How mm-hmm. old do you think they lived? You're, you're gonna say, like you were really good in your 20s, but then when you started losing well, your hit, technique, hit 31, you die. What kind of technique do you have to have? Like, because you're in a barrel, you can't steer it. You just it's the you bracing just, technique. You just like wear a lot of clothes and hope for the best. Oh uh, yeah, I definitely wear two layers. I don't know. I think socks. You, you I think that's totally sensible. stupid. It's cold. We've been watching, um, well, we watched, uh, I forget what it's called, the rock climbing, the guy who climbed free free solo or whatever. Alex Honnold. Honnold, yeah. Um, we watched that, and that is terrifying and makes me really anxious. But recently we were watching the Emily Harrington. Harrington, and she's fascinating also and super talented. And these rock climbers, anyway, I just can't. Things that are that dangerous to my body, I don't see a purpose that scares me. I don't like it. <laughs> like to climb that high up and and she's like, I don't know, to trust in a rope with a thing that I'm... Oh. Yeah, she's 3,000 or 2,000 mm-hmm. feet up a wall <clears throat> of sheer granite. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like this, you guys. El Capitan. Completely uh, vertical. I'll, I'll put a photo on. We, El, we've El already Cap, done it. as she calls it. Yeah, El Cap. For those who've climbed it, if you mm-hmm. if you haven't climbed, you don't call it El Cap. Call it El Capitan. You call it yes, sir or I yes, call ma'am. It you know? The Yosemite Mountain that people Yosemite Sam's got a red beard, you know, <laughs> guns. So in Yosemite uh, National Park, right? Mm-hmm. Is it a national? I think so. Yes. There is a giant granite face. People climb it, and there's tons of different ways to climb El Cap. So there's like, what did she call it? The Golden. The Golden Gate. Golden Gate or and Golden then Bridge. Golden Gate, I think, yeah. right? But there's a bunch of different routes. routes that people have climbed and some more difficult than others and all sorts of stuff anyway. So she climbed the Golden Gate and it was terrifying. Well, she attempted it. So we just watched her little documentary, The North yeah, Face One. six days. It took her six days to do it. The first time. And, um, and that she was, just did it in one day. Yeah, 24 hours. What, what took her previously a couple of years earlier took her six days sleeping on this granite face you Which climb all day also. you fall she's all bruised and bloody because she had to squeeze through there are these two parts where you're squeezing between two slabs of rock and it scratched off the skin on her shoulders and her, and her elbows. elbows she was covered in oh. holes it was really bad and then yeah and her her ankle but then she just completed it uh yeah, in one fucking day like it's crazy two months ago a month yeah. ago so i never underestimate the uh power and determination of um, of people, man. Oh, I was going to say of how much Netflix I'll watch on YouTube. <laughs> no, but it was it was really amazing and it was really cool. And it just made me miss the outdoors so hardcore. Mm-hmm. Because I do love something that I I missed before uh, COVID because it has nothing to do with COVID. We can't blame COVID for our, our lack of outdoor activity. Thanks, COVID. Thanks, COVID. No, it's more. It's a Jenna Marbles like, thanks, joke, right? Uh-huh, it is a Jenna Thanks, Marbles Obama. Joke. Thanks, Obama. She blames Obama for everything. It's really funny. Um, unless she removed that video and now it doesn't exist. Cause no, it was a funny joke. No, but you know what I mean? She removed things because yeah. she was like, those bad jokes. And I was like, they it's were not funny. a bad joke. To they blame were funny them. at the time. Yeah. Anyway, um, but we used to go mountain biking, hiking, all sorts of stuff. Yep. Snowboarding all the time. We did all sorts of outdoor activity. And then it's more like, thanks, work. 
Yeah. Well, in our defense, we did get our car outfit to, mm-hmm. for the outdoors. So we took stage one. We were prepared, mm-hmm. which is good. We got our gear, blah, blah, blah. However, we did have a pandemic. And I don't want to blame it, but it did no, derail a lot of plans. No, but we tried to go plans. camping and all the camping sites were either closed or full. Yeah. It turns out everyone else wanted to go camping too, which yeah. makes sense. Yeah. We didn't act fast enough. Mm-hmm. But but anyway. But you know what I did? Uh, I found a YouTube video mm-hmm. um, of camping. So you see a campfire, That's a tent. not the same. It's not the same. That's why we need a bigger, better whoa, TV. Whoa, whoa, boy. 8K, whoa. 75 inches minimum. No. no. The outside will be inside. It's going to be perfect. No. we. I want to be outside. Yeah, well, we'll get like pine, no, no, car, no, uh, no, scent no, things. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to be outside You wouldn't too. like that either. You make jokes, but. No, I know. I, I think we need to get outside. We do. We very much do. Yeah. What so else? that's my hope for 2021. That's all for 2021? Hopefully we'll be able Just to buy outside. a home soon. Yeah. And then we can get outside. We'll have more space in general, but then we can also like get gear and have a place for it. Because right now I was like, oh, I don't want to buy another sleeping bag because like where the fuck are we going to put it? And, have we I mean? said where, where we're looking at going? By the yeah, way? we've talked about Austin. Austin, yeah. yeah. I'm excited about uh, one thing that I just saw the other day. What? Um, and you know that I, I really want this in my life. And I know you're okay with it. Um, snap button shirts, you know. Like oh a yeah, pearl, I was like, pearl button snap I was shirts. thinking like a bike or no, but snap button, yeah, like I my papa's those. shirt. That my gr- my grandma got it dry cleaned. It's waiting. They're cool. Yeah, I, I think uh, pearl snaps are very very cool. Yeah, I think so. Also, we'll be in Texas. You can wear that kind of stuff. Not, I mean, I could wear. You it could here wear too. it here. It doesn't matter. But even more so in Texas. Yep, I might even get some boots, some cowboy boots. Go for it, man. A little lift action. He's got like country. six inches, you know, like get real tall in those. No. Okay, no. George Costanza. <laughs> no more of the boot lifts. Hmm. No lifts, man. You could be like six foot three, you know? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Them some tall boots you got, mister. <laughs> no, let's not do that. All right. Okay. Well, time for dinner. It is time for dinner. Um, as you. usual, thank you for hanging out with me, Katie. Yeah. Thank you for hanging out with thank me. Thank you, listeners and yes, viewers. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for sending in your your funny things your funny stories please keep them coming you're keeping us sane by sending these in yes and i love the christmas stories and the funny traditions like the penny auction i love all this shit keep it coming we're running about a week behind though so yes so be patient otdm pod pod at gmail.com yep and if you're listening to us on apple uh feel free to leave a review yeah share the podcast that helps us one through five stars it's up to you uh you know but share it tell your friends tell your family Tell everybody. Tell all the people. Is that the song? Do, 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 do. It's like a door uh, song. All, all right, okay. everyone. Thank you very much for being here, and we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Which way? I don't know. Which way is the bad way?